Have you ever heard a story too horrifying to believe? What if you found that it was true? That and more coming up on Just Conversation. This episode of Just Conversation is brought to you by Audible. No freaking way. Audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook with a 30-day trial membership. Uh-huh, and so, 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 so tell me more. Just go to audibletrial.com slash justconvopod and browse unmatched selections of audio programs. Oh my god, are you serious? It's that easy? Wow! Yes, download a title free and start listening. Free? No way. You're lying, right? Uh-huh. Just go to audibletrial.com slash justconvopod today. Wow, not tomorrow. Well, any day, I think, is fine. <laughs> you sure? You sure it's not only today if you don't go right now? One book dies. No. One book dies? They're just holding the books hostage. A whole library is at stake. Do y'all like weird stuff? How about mysterious stuff? Are you a skeptic? Or a believer? Want to hear the legend? And the facts? And the lore? And the science? And the myth? And the theories? Come on down to None of This Is Real. The podcast for all things mysterious and weird. With us, Doomsday Domini. And Sarah Sinkhole. Lifelong friends who have spent years poking their fingers through the veil. All while making each other laugh till it hurts. Find us on all the major podcast <laughs> platforms and social media. That's None of This Is Real, the podcast. You don't have to believe any of this but you do have to believe on yourself believe, believe all over yourself, yourself. <laughs> warning this program contains strong themes meant for a mature audience discretion is advised going live in five four what does live mean uh Welcome to Just Conversation, the show where we ground humanity's most absurd and baffling ideas in childish ways. I'm your host, Christina. And I'm Jack. And if you haven't yet, remember to hit that subscribe button to get notified the second new episodes are released. Also, this episode is most enjoyable with a listening partner to share opinions and ideas on the topics we discuss. So pull somebody in close to listen to this show and have some fun and argue with potentially that's the goal that's the goal to argue with them yes what a phenomenal goal is that people will understand that they have different opinions as soon as they hear us talking about anything they'll be like huh i don't agree with that and they'll be like huh i do agree with that i was like wait we don't agree on things because they never had a deep conversation they were just mad superficial with one another that's probably most people that's probably most people they just focus on what their similar interests are and never get deeper mm-hmm. and so they because people don't have the capacity to disagree no. Anyways, before we get to what we are doing today, as usual, we have some... Reviews! Which we get on Apple Podcasts, as well as a bunch of other places, but mainly we read these. So if you'd like us to have your reviews and then read your reviews, put them on Apple Podcasts. And if you don't want to do that, you can at least rate us, which is always lovely. All right. This review comes from Raised in Darkness. Entertaining banter. Not my usual go-to style of podcast, but definitely an enjoyable and entertaining listen. I was pleasantly surprised by their production quality and the banter between the two hosts is like sitting with friends and casually talking. And a side note, 
Jack has a great radio voice, which makes him that much better. A must listen for anyone looking for a podcast that talks about all kinds of topics and not just one specific niche. From Mandy. Ooh, I like that they like my radio voice. I'm sure they they're referring to all of them. To all, there's too many to count. Yeah, they mean all of them. All the radio voices from this fantastic morning show voice. Welcome to the morning show. Today we're going to give you the weather before we get to what's been happening, and later we're going to bring you a puppy so that you can see it through the radio. Isn't that usually how it happens? <laughs> the radio? The, not the radio, but like morning programs, specifically like morning news or whatever, you know? Like there's such a contrast between night news and morning news. Yes, morning mon- news people. Morning news people are playing with animals. They're playing with animals. They're mad happy. They're giving no fucks. They're just going crazy in that studio yeah. having fun. Meanwhile, the night people are just horrified. You got totally awesome people talking fun telling yeah. you the weather like joking old ladies getting drunk yeah they, they actually had a dog that um they raised and had on the show and you get to see the, the dog grow up and follow it on instagram yeah 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 you get all that stuff you get uh they're definitely drinking they bring in guests who you don't know who the fuck they are but they're joking with the with the people and they have like celebrities come and give you the news with them and like the weather here celebrity go read the news meanwhile Middle of the night, child murders 30 people. Scary ass kids everywhere, stabbing everyone. Horrifying scenes. (laughs) How many things have you heard about kids killing? How many things have I heard about kids killing? Who knows? Hmm. I'm, I'm not really sure. I don't think I've heard too many things about kids killing. I know that there's a lot of weird scenarios of kids killing people. Like, there are cases of, like, there's a whole show dedicated to that about kid murders or whatever the fuck. I think it's it's a podcast about kid murders. And it's a show where they, it's just dedicated to telling the story of kids who've murdered other people. So there's enough children who've killed (laughs) for that to be the case. Not only that, we know that uh, juvenile centers of detention and uh, correctional facilities exist. So there's a lot of kids doing shit like that. There's also that girl who was getting, who was trapped and getting raped or something and constantly abused. I'm not sure if that was a a teenager or if she was already an adult, but assuming we're considering a teenager still a kid, Uh she killed a guy to get away and then she got in trouble when he was the one raping her. But whatever. America. This is America. Yeah. Well, have you ever heard... Of the black-eyed children. The, what the fuck is a black-eyed children? I don't know. There's a newspaper, a bunch of newspaper one week gave a bunch of like different articles. What are they called? Tabloids on these kids. They're haunting a nearby pub, pub a nearby pub in the area. And they, they were saying that a bunch of kids were being seen, except I don't know if any of that is true. And they also said that the cases go back um, in the, from the 1980s, uh, although that's probably not true either. There's only one actual story, real-life story, supposedly, of this real event that a guy wrote in some ghost forum thing. And this real case happened in 1996, so it's kind of an old story, but... Of a kid haunting a pub? 
No, no, no. That's not related, really. It's the same kids that they're saying were haunting this pub, even though these cases originally happened in America. Because that one was in some... I think it was in a different country. Just to get sales for the pub. I'm guessing it was a slow week in the news and the pub, and they were like, hey, let's just put this on the tabloids and see what happens. The kids were haunting it. The, I'm pretty sure that's a lie. <laughs> that's just... No, I get that that's a lie. Is that what they said? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Like, kids were seen with black eyes. But they, I think, got the story from this one guy. Well, this is the story about the guy. Um, the, He was in his car writing out a check for his internet bill or something like that. And he gets a knock on his car door and it's two little boys. And he has this feeling of fear, but he doesn't know why. So he, the boys ask him if they could, he could give them a ride. I'm not sure to the movie theater or to their parents' house to pick up money for the movie theater, one or the other. And he says he doesn't want to do it because of this fear that he has. And then out of nowhere, he looks into their eyes finally and sees that their eyes are black. Like it's all black. So they're demons? It could be that they're demons. I ha- it's one of many theories, I'm sure, of what they are. But he he just drives off, I think, though. <laughs> because they try to get into his car, but they're also like, you have to invite us in, which is a strange thing, but you have to let us in. We can't actually go into the car like a vampire. But <laughs> Sounds like it. <laughs> yeah. And um, he said that he heard from someone else that they went to through a similar thing and they lived somewhere else from him. And I think that's a fake story too, but I don't know. Because there's nothing else. It's just he mentions that there's another person that went through the same situation. But for now, he's the only case that this has happened. And some other cases, though, of people online that said this happened to them. But isn't that guy online? That's true, but no, yeah, but people actually, he's talked to people about it through articles and stuff, you know, like interviews with him. Yeah. People have interviewed him. Nobody else has had an interview of any sort. They're all no. just posting it on uh, forums. Yeah, yeah. And the other ones are pretty similar, except that they're, they were at their homes alone when they heard a knock. They felt this fear, saw these kids, didn't realize that these kids there was anything wrong with these kids because for some reason no one looks at these kids in the eyes it takes a while before they look at these side note that brings in an interesting point that people don't look at each other in the eyes that could be the problem that's a very Mm. common issue people don't actually make eye contact people don't engage with one another so they're actually missing the fact that there's something weird happening because they're already naturally disconnected from connecting with anybody else it's yeah. natural to avoid eye contact for whatever reason that's true and one of them had their dog with them and was just barking because they were i guess they felt the fear or something or they knew there was something wrong in this situation in these both situations the kids were asking to come in to use the phone in every situation they were kids yes they're all they're like young teenage age so no, like, like tweens. young tweens, yeah, like twelve, yeah, I think so. It was like maybe eight to twelve or something like that. Okay, super young kids that, for some reason, there are two of them, and they kept they want to go into some place, 
and they're asking to get into this place. I wonder if it's the same two children. Well, the one with the guy, it was two boys. And then the one with the online ones that I found, were there was a girl and a boy, I think, in both of those stories. Interesting, interesting. Yeah. Are so. there any physical descriptions of the boy that was common in each of these situations? I don't think they really described how the children look like. Like, they just look like normal children. Like, nothing was suspicious until they looked into their eyes. Okay, okay, weird. Yeah. And um, there's, like, a bunch of things that this could be, of course, if it were a thing, right? Because it could be a thing, right? Sure, we gotta approach this assuming it already is. Otherwise, this would be meaningless. (laughs) But um, one of the things was, I think this comes from the original guy that told his first story, that um, he thinks it has to do with some Celtic tribe that was known known for their blood sacrifices, which I'm guessing means, like, he thinks they were murdering children and these are the ghosts of the children. Then why the fuck do the children, what do the children want to do with him? I have no clue. And I try to look up the sacrifice things. Because there's always sacrifice stories about, you know, the Celtics and sacrifices. And all I found is that they did it. They the There's no actual proof that they did it to people who were alive. Like, these sacrifices could have happened to the bodies. Like, the body died and then they ripped up the body or whatever. So, yeah, they're just offering a dead body as yeah. a sacrifice. Except for, like, the only true torture-like thing would happen to a king and they ripped off his nipples. Okay, that's a way to go with that. Yeah, because it was a way to make sure that he doesn't become royal again or in the next life that he's not royal. I don't know how that... Because as his body decays on this end, it materializes on the other? Maybe. And you have his nipples, so they can't disappear and materialize over there. And a guy with no nipples couldn't possibly be a king. I'm not sure the connection. I'm sure there's a connection. I just don't know what that is. But yeah, so the the stories about these sacrifices and how these guys are monsters because they did human sacrifices are a lot of the stories came af- um, way after that. Not way after, but those the original people who were sacrificing <laughs> didn't have written language. So they were just telling each other stories. And the people that came in who wrote about it were all Christians. <laughs> Who are trying to convert these people into Christians. So, of course, they turn these people into monsters with their writing. And that's the the stories that we get. And these are why we're like, oh, these are pagans. They sacrifice people. They're murderers. But there's no real proof. No real physical proof of that. It's just Christian warped stories. Yeah. Like the entire Bible. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. And then there's like, what if this is some kind of mass hallucination because the government experiments with things? I don't know where they get this. Here's the thing. <laughs> like, this is always uh, the same fucking thing where people are like, it's the government somehow. It's the government. It's the government it's somehow. The government. But it's like, how are, let's say there is, they are giving you something, right? Mm-hmm. It, it is a mass hallucination. How the fuck are they picking what you're going to hallucinate? I That's such know. a giant hole. That really comes down to the whole flat earth problem. You don't understand what a hallucination is. 
So you think they're out there controlling what a hallucination is. Same thing applies. So you don't get how it's not round. I mean, mm-hmm. how it's not flat. You don't get how it's not flat. So, like, the fact that your phone functions at all is entirely dependent on the Earth being round. But you're not understanding these details tells you, nah, there's no proof. And there mm-hmm. is. You're surrounded by it. Yeah. But also, like, you don't get it. And I think that's the same problem. It's like, I don't fucking get how this works, which means I understand it. Oh, but still, they should do some research. They don't understand the research they do. And they're like, it's clearly, think about one of the arguments you hear all the time. They've made it confusing intentionally. Oh, yeah. It's because they're stupid. They're stupid. Thus, they made it confusing. They didn't. You're just an idiot. That's really the problem. You just got to educate yourself. Yes. And you'll get it. You're fucking dumb. And you think that's their fault somehow. Mm. You think your stupidity is their fault. But if you really feel that way and you don't feel like learning, there's different things that could teach you the same thing. In child language or stuff like that. I'm not saying that that's... You shouldn't be embarrassed by that, but if you need to learn it... Yeah, if you like, want to learn the thing, you can. You just, easy, you're not going to go read the paper a scientist no, wrote. No, you need to dumb down. Go yeah, for it. In scientific code and formula. And be like, I don't get it. It just looks like gibberish to me. It's like, because you don't understand the gibberish yet, bro. They weren't writing it for you. Yeah, they were writing it for each other. Well, they were only hiding. They're hiding that's it. That's why they're hiding. Yeah, that's the, that's the hiding It's like, of maybe it. take their steps. But then they're indoctrinating me into their system. And it's like, oh my God, there's no winning. There's no winning. <laughs> so you don't think it's a massive loose That's the least likely possibility. <laughs> for anything anyone ever has said. For anything? For anything. If they blame the government, you're already starting wrong. Okay. The kids were under the influence of drugs. How dilated must your eyes be to be fully black? Like, you have to go <laughs> yeah. beyond the uh, the retina. Yeah. How? What is it? There's a pupil, the retina, and then the... Uh, the white The stuff? cornea. The cornea. You gotta go mm-hmm. way beyond. You gotta, like, expand into the white area of your is eye. Is there even a drug known to do something crazy like that? No, because it just expands into the colored part of the is eye. Is it possible that people that don't understand how drugs Maybe work... Maybe these kids are, like... If if it's about their eyes growing dark and trying to rationalize that, it's more likely that these kids are gangsters and they're so thug. They're like, I'm gonna get my eyes tattooed. Whoa. That's, that's why they need this money. That's why they need the <laughs> money, bro. They got to pay for these tattoo bills. Tattooing yeah. their eyeballs. That's crazy. Definitely. They're trying to rob you for your money to get tattoos. Yeah. They're just crooked street kids. <laughs> um, and of course, there's the ghost hunters who think the kids are extraterrestrials. Interesting point. That is quite common when it comes to these fringe scenarios that there's always two of them. There's always something weird going on with their eyes. Really? They're either weird shaped, they're too close together, too far apart. Yeah, okay. Um, uh-huh. And there's always a weird sort of disconnected behavior. Mm. Alien behavior? It could though? be either alien or men in black, always associated with those same sort of characteristics, which tells us probably if... if at all anything is true if that turned out to be true 
aliens are the men in black and the men in black are aliens, essentially. But the men in black only pop up after you've experienced alien stuff. Like, if they're aliens, yes. they're just so making... Those are, are the they aliens making aliens? sure that you don't know too much. It's like, they spotted us. Okay, send up the cleanup crew. Yeah. And the, so... the men in black are the cleanup crew. They're okay. the aliens sent there to cover it up. But if these are the aliens... No, if these are the men in black, that means these people probably experienced something weirder that they don't even they remember. Don't even remember. Whoa. But then there's the whole, we need your permission to get inside problem. You don't know how the FBI work. I'm the FBI, the men in black. You don't know how the men in black work. You're thinking they got like vampire rules. Not even really yeah. vampire rules, but it's like, you still they're have to follow really laws. Polite. Yeah. Because they're alien to what's normal. So they think that's normal that we would. Could be. Need but to also, ask they other. know enough to be in the area and check up on us so mm. they should have that kind of basic intel mm -hmm. but um also of course that they could be ghosts ghosts yes ghosts but then how are different people saying the same thing and why does a ghost need permission for anything why would hmm i don't know a ghost is an echo a ghost has the least Maybe these are new types of ghosts. Ghosts that can go into people. Like, they can go into objects, move objects around. So you think this is a child who's possessed? Yes. That could be it. But I don't know. Because usually when people are possessed, they go all weird. I mean, I guess. But who says? Maybe the child is behaving in some sort of trance-like state because of the possession. Hmm. Because you're thinking demon possession. Ah, yes. That's the only type of possession people talk about. But an actual ghost in a human body possession, what would that be like? What would that be like? Hmm. Why would it be just children? And what do they want? Do they actually just want to go to their parents? Like Maybe Their parents have been dead for centuries. I don't even know. Hmm. I don't know. And, of course, this could be a hoax. Which is, oh. of course, always an option. That's always an option. And then my theory, which has nothing to do with this, but what about the Illuminati? What would that have to do with children and black eyes? Because celebrities, they always talk about celebrities getting black eyes, but it's usually punches in the face. Isn't that about reptilians? Oh, Isn't that how you identify a reptilian? Some, no, it's two different things. I don't know. There's the weird eyes. They have lizard eyes, but there's also people with bruises on their eyes and that's proof that they were but we're saying that these kids their eyeball is black or yeah, the area surrounding black. their no, eyes no 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 it's not an actual black eye but it's the same word <laughs> so i was like yes that's the connection <laughs> okay well no no one's saying that this is a real thing i'm just saying that it is <laughs> it could be maybe that's how they track their children because don't they need children these the kids Illuminati? just ran away. Was it them? Oh, I don't remember. Who are the ones with the that need the children for the sacrifices? It's the... I don't know. I have an idea. I don't remember. Well, maybe that's their children. Okay. They mark them with black eyes. Okay, well, this is, I know, a ridiculous story. But <laughs> I, it just... It's just funny that it was on the newspapers for... That for some random week, that must have been like a really slow week in the news world for them to share this story. 
Oh my god, you meant the newspaper was having a slow week. Yeah. Not the cafe or whatever, the bar, the pub. Well, maybe both. Like, maybe they work together. I don't know. Because I was thinking the pub was having a slow week. That's how you made it sound. So I was convinced you meant the <laughs> pub was having a slow week. So they fabricated the story and put it in the newspaper in the it first place. It could be place. either or. Okay. So somebody be... was having a slow week. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, they needed a story. They needed some money. Everyone wins. <laughs> but, like, the newspaper will never really have a slow week humans the end humans humans are always gonna do some dumb shit that deserves to be in there yeah so it must have been the pub to have a slow week yeah but these stories this story i guess reminds me of other internet stories that have become popular throughout the years that are called creepy pasta is that what they're called or the they that's where they come from i'm not really sure what is the I think creepypasta is the name of, like, the website or the type of story. I'm not entirely sure. Um, okay, because I'm not sure either, but it's pretty much, um... Basically, creepypasta is a is Kleenex. It's the name that took over whatever it really was. Yeah. So you can say creepypasta, and they're like, yeah, weird story that might or might not be true. Yeah. And creepypastas are, like, the internet's version of urban horror story or legends you know urban legends yeah but the more modern version of that like they used to tell creepy stories in a campfire type of thing but now we have the internet so we're just sharing creepy stories online and it feels like that type of thing because that's where he went to he went straight to online to share his story about what happened to him if that happened to him except he also did interviews and stuff well yeah sometime after i don't know how quickly after or whatever but, and I want to talk about a few creepypastas that I've read recently because of this reminding me of creepypastas in the first place. And I have never really, I've heard of some of these stories, but I didn't really know a lot of them. Maybe I've heard of three. Yeah. And the first one is um Robert the Doll. I think you heard of this one too, right? I'm not entirely sure. Oh, but I'll show you a picture of him because you probably remember his picture, at least. Um, there he is. That guy. That does not look familiar to me. Oh my gosh. Oh well. Um, Robert the doll is a haunted doll, of course. He's kept in a museum. And the person that owned him, supposedly, I think this is like online, they made up this story that the owner went crazy because, he, not that he went crazy, but he named the doll after himself. Robert and the doll started haunting the family and he would the family would blame of course th their son but he would say no it's the doll and they wouldn't believe him and then he grows up with still with the doll though even with his marriage with his wife he had the doll still and after his wife died he dies and the doll's found in the attic and then they put it in the museum and they say that if when you go to visit the doll, that you have to ask your permission to take a photo or it'll curse you. I don't know if that's true, but that's what the internet says. And that's the whole story? Yeah. So, curse you how? I guess, like, bad things would start happening to you. I don't know what the curses are specifically. It just They just say it will curse you. I, and I just read a little bit about Robert's story of how the doll was messing with the family and stuff. And with his wife. And How was she, he messing with them? 
normal ghost stuff of things moving around. And Robert's doing it? That's what... There's a doll walking around doing it? Well, he will appear in different places of the house, too, I think. So, he's very creepy. And they would hear, like, kids laughing or something, or the child laugh after he died, when the, the next family moved in. And then they put the doll into the museum because it was just too creepy. Oh, okay. Yeah. And that's a simple one. No one... Oh, wait. I don't know if he killed the Robert or anything, but if not, then everyone everyone's fine. So that's the least creepy of the creepy pastas. Then there's the Russian sleep experiment, which might be the most famous of all creepy pastas. One of the creepiest creepy pastas, which is people deprived of sleep in an experiment to see how they would behave after a couple of days. Started going crazy. Some of them started talking to each other. Some of them started harming each other. And I believe, according to the story, all but one died or something, or they were released, one or the other, with the they last... They tried to release them, and they they ended up dying, though, yeah. With the last one saying some creepy line along the terms of... We are what, like, exists when you're... I don't remember. It's when you're asleep or something. Or... Yeah, we're the thing from your nightmares or some shit. Yeah, and then he dies because they take him out of the gas. Or they turn it off? I don't remember. Or What's, what is the himself? line? What is the line? Look up the line. Let's see. We are you. We are the madness that lurks within you all, begging to be free at every moment in your deepest animal mind. We are what you hide from in your beds every night. We are what you sedate into silence and paralysis when you go to the nocturnal haven where we cannot tread. Yeah, they get like... The patients get addicted to the gas that's keeping them awake. And then they fear going to sleep. Yeah. Then they fear going to sleep. And then, yeah, and how you describe, it just gets really violent. And out of control. And yes. out of control. And it's such a creepy, but so realistic. I love how some of these creepy pastas just feel so real. Yeah, they try, it's to, not... they try to f base it. In they like grounded in reality really hard. This uh the this particular creepypasta, the Russian sleep experiment, uh is likely a play on the prison experiment and how that kind of quickly became chaotic. Yes. Oh, I have another story that's also probably based on real events as well, which is the Lavender Town syndrome. The fuck is that? That's um from Pokemon. There's a town called Lavender Town, and they there was like supposedly. A game, Pokemon Green, that was only released in Japan, in that town, the music was different. And kids from the age of 7 to 12 killed themselves. A lot of children, just a bunch of suicide. Is that true? No, I'm pretty sure that's based on the story of um, the electric soldier Polygon. Is that how you say that Pokemon's name? Porygon. Okay. Remember that episode where... Polygon. Polygon. That episode um, that made oh, no, people... it is Porygon. Porygon. Well, the the episode where a bunch of kids got seizures. Right. In real life. That's what I'm thinking that's based on. Like, it's a horror story about a game that everyone loves and that actually affected people in real life. But no deaths. But in 
for the, in the her horror version, many deaths, suicide. That's so much worse, but still realistic because it's not far from the truth. That yeah, it got twisted enough. Twisted, it got yeah. twisted from reality, but they didn't get created outside of reality. Yes, yes. And then there's one called Ben Drowned. Have you heard of that one? I I've, don't know. Like before this, I've seen things about it, but I just didn't really know what it was. Though it's about a Zelda game that's haunted, and um, the person that buys it, he um. The person that buys this game from some old man, weird things start happening in the game first. And then in real life, it slowly becomes a real life situation where where things are happening in real life. He starts recording the game sessions of all these weird things that are happening in the game. And he puts it online and then weird stuff starts happening online. Like something starts contacting him and he's not sure if it's the boy that died or the thing that killed the boy that died. I kind of, sort of, not entirely remember this. Because but it was like in the game, a glitch or something yes. was happening. Yeah, because he put the videos online, so you could, might you might have seen a video of his. And then like, uh, like Link would get all warped and like fucked up looking. And um, that kid that looks like a. I don't know what's his skull kid. The skull kid, I think it was also something part of it that's all freaky and stuff. Like a bunch of freaky things was happening in the game, and he put them online. So you probably you might have seen one and not even noticed. I was part of this huge story. It's pretty huge. I did not read the whole thing because of how like he's just every day writing about it until one day it stops. Because who knows? Who knows what happens? He survived. He didn't. He threw out the game. The ghost got him. Who knows? Death Stranding came out. Yeah. That's one thing I also like about these creepypastas is just like, you don't know what's going to happen. Or it just, it's like, I don't know. It's we. No, what I like is that they, some of these, they write it in their own point of view. Like it feels real because the character feels real like he's writing yeah. about the experience he's going through and he's like oh no and this is happening and this is ha but he has a reason why he's doing it online too like that's part of the story the internet part the whole i'm writing on this forum because of this situation like that's part of the fun i think of the story yeah so yeah and there's another story like that too which is about a guy and his friend they like to... I'm not sure what they like to do. They like digging holes in caves? I don't know what a cave person does, but that's what it sounds like it, Like they do. And they found a little hole. You see, this is a really sad picture he drew of it. But <laughs> um, there's a little hole, and they want to get into that hole because they see this. there's, a, there's more to the cave. I know, it's a sad, sad, sad picture. <laughs> And he also takes real pictures. You can find actual pictures of the people with their faces blurred. And they had a dog with them in one of the days that they were there. And they have a picture of the dog and stuff like that. And you can see the picture of the hole. And it doesn't look as silly as that. And this picture is um, represents something he saw in the cave too. When he does end up breaking that little hole and going to the other side. And he finds these weird diamonds. And he finds this weird symbol on the wall that reminds him of Blair Witch. But he doesn't know what that's about. 
And but before he does any of that stuff, he's he's mostly talking about how excited he is to get through the wall. The most of the story is just getting to the other side and the weird things that happen before actually getting to the other side, which is just really strange sounds. What do you pretty mean? Much, they're not really sure. Like at first they thought it was these sounds were created from trucks driving by or something because they're there at night, but they realize it's not trucks. And it's, sometimes it sounds like something screaming like a hu- human or a tiger or not a tiger, like a lion killing a human or some weird, like just they can't explain it, but just really strange, horrible sounds. But for some reason, they're just so ad- addicted to finding out the other side of this wall. And it ends with the ending of it is the hole is big enough for the, them to go through. And he's like, OK, I'm going to let you guys know what's on the other side when we come back. And then that's the end. And he never writes back after that. So it's a mystery. Fascinating. <laughs> but it's really good. Like these pictures are really sad compared to the ones that he takes himself. And it's just really cool a cool experience and it feels real and also there was a friend that was with them that went through the hole and he doesn't explain anything that happens he was just horrified he came back horrified he never talks to them again after that and they still decide to go through the other side a friend went in yeah because he was able to go in first and he saw some weird diamond shapes and he saw that weird symbol that looks like i don't know how to explain that symbol (laughs) i don't know what it looks like to you yeah, it's just a symbol. Yeah, some symbol. And he felt weird in the cave, but he he didn't go any deeper. And I don't think the friend went super deep either, but the friend said he didn't know what he was talking about with the things that he described of some weird, like, crystals on a wall or that symbol. Like, he didn't say... But he also didn't really talk about what he did see at all. He just didn't want to be a part of it at all. He just stopped. Interesting, interesting. And of course, when the dog was there, the dog was really scared too of something. And they don't know. And the weird sounds sometimes would stop. And they thought that was weird. And sometimes would come back. And just the whole experience is really strange. So I would recommend people. It's a long read also, like the Ted Drown. So I don't know if anyone would be interested in reading that one, but it's it's pretty good. Then we have um, zombie stories. Of course, there's zombie stories. Of course, why not? And this one's like, of course, sounds... I don't know if he's typing online or what's the background of this one, but the zombies are kind of like crazy zombies that they're just attacking everyone's just attacking everyone no one knows what's happening and he doesn't know what's happening and he's locked in his house just hiding for two weeks and then i don't remember i think everything just stops and then he hears them talking to him and asking him to join them and that's how the story ends it's a short one i was it short i don't remember Never mind. But it's an interesting one. It's called Persuaded. Did I say that? So well, zombies talk to the guy. Yes. It's some because he might have been going crazy and imagined that that's what was happening too. Like, should he? Like, I don't know. It's very strange. And then there's this one that's very creative, I think. They really get creative. I just love how creative these things are. Because there's one about a girl who finds, who Googles herself one day and finds a Wikipedia about herself. And she finds out that it could predict her future. And then what she decides to do is mess with the information because she's an ice skater and she was going to lose the competition. And she thought, what if I change it 
to say that I won. She did win. But then horrible, horrible things started happening. The person that runs this magical wiki account did not like what she did. And he pretty much does really horrible things to her. And this is the wiki page. I guess, I don't know if it's supposed to be the real thing question, you know, if it's supposed to be the real thing or just like a fan made thing of the story. That's the name. The girl's name is Anora Petrova. Anora Petrova. And you can find her story and her fake wiki thing. And it just, like, it gets all weird and disturbing the further down you go from the wiki page of, like, the person writing, like, how dare you do this? And the story is very strange because oh, it's also told in her point of view. And she's writing to the, a friend of hers before she dies, pretty much. So she dies at the end of it? It's one of those, we don't know what happens. But we're assuming does she, she thinks she's going to die? Yes, because the wiki page cha- put the date of her death. And she's like, it's about to be that time. And I'm afraid that I'm going to die alone. So I have to tell someone this story. And then that's the end of the story. Like, she just She's apologizing to this friend of what she did. Because she also, when she changed the thing and lo- won that competition it was to this person who was her friend once upon a time who was supposed to win so she was writing to her and apologizing and like explaining all these crazy because a lot of crazy things happened to her because of this page that she changed after that situation a lot of crap that's like a great setup for a film yeah it's a really good story i think then there's like a bunch of silly ones, of course. And then my favorite one. Oh, I don't want to ruin it because my favorite part of this is what makes the story so great. It's called Doors. There's a young boy at home and he's talking about how he's he's been adopted and his He's talking about his mother loves him and his old mother loved him too, but she wanted him to be in a better home, of course. And he loves his little sister who he, no, his older sister, but he protects her, like he protects her and he loves her and all this stuff. And his father doesn't love him. And not that he doesn't love him, but he doesn't treat him right. He doesn't, he's very strict with him. And he's just talking about normal life stuff until... Out of nowhere, some guy comes in. He First, he smells something very strange. And it turns out it's this guy that's killing the family, pretty much. Kills everyone. And he tries to stop him, but he can't stop him. And then in the end, if you, it turns out that he's a dog. I spoiled it. I don't care. It's so good, though. Because you don't even know until the bad guy comes to him and he pets him and says good boy and then you like things that he said mentioned before that moment makes sense to you of like oh that's why he can't stop him or whatever interesting interesting it's a perspective story yes oh it's so good that one's so good and it's a short story too so if anyone i know i spoiled it but whatever it's good and then there's gateway of the mind which reminds me of the other one that we just talked about the Russian sleep experiment. Right. It's about a group of scientists because scientists are really creepy and they decide that they're going to take away all the senses senses of a person and see if that person can meet God through that. Through By having no senses, he'll be able to contact God. 
and it gets weird. It okay. gets so weird. So how do they get the information from a person with no senses? He can still talk. Then he I has guess. senses. It's the five senses, I guess. I don't know they how they explain how he is communicating with them, but he is communicating with them. Okay, so let's let's break this down real quick. He can't taste, he can't smell, he can't hear, he, he can't, can't see. see, and he can't feel. Yeah, but he can still speak. That's not one of them, is it? Okay. Did you mention that? No. No, okay. Well, yes, he can still speak. And he hates it. Right. I don't even know where to start with this one. I won't spoil it too much, but I, I'm be- totally going to spoil it. Before it goes anywhere, <laughs> I am super sure even him talking starts breaking down at some point. Because that's the only way that could work out. You would disassociate so quickly with no senses to keep you grounded in reality. Slowly but surely, give or take five minutes of no sensory input, you would have gone crazy. Well, he does go crazy. Quickly? Yes. Okay, go for it. The dead are talking to him, and they won't stop. They just keep talking to him, and he's begging them, begging them to stop this experiment because the dead just keep talking to him, and it's just, I don't know what's horrifying about that. Take us step by step. Senses are gone, boom, immediately being talked to by the dead. I'm not sure how quickly it went through. I can't remember the exact all the details of the story, but the dead start talking to him. Ooh. And they just won't stop. And I don't know what they're telling him, but he's not liking this and he wants them to stop, but of course, they're not going to stop. And I don't remember how long it takes. It takes long. I think it takes a long time. It might not. I'm not sure. I don't remember, but at the end he does contact God, I think. Or God speaks through him and says there's no God's not here anymore, and that's how it ends, and he dies. How does he die? He just dies. He flatlines? He might. I think so. I'm not 100% sure. I don't remember the details of this story, okay? It was the last story. I forgot, okay? But if you want to, you know, you could always read it. You could always read this st- all these stories. And then there's the Slender Man, which I think is interesting because... He's not even a story. I mean, they are stories of him, but his origin is Photoshop. It's just creepy pictures. There you go. And I think that's super interesting. They just make creepy pictures. And then they're like, the photo, the person that took the photo killed all the children after the photo was taken. And Slenderman is a shadow in the background? Yes. He's very tall and thin. Sometimes he has like i guess spaghetti arms sometimes he has regular just really long arms and of course there's a bunch of stories about him and haunting people and killing people and stuff like that but i just think that it's really interesting because creepypasta aren't just stories they're pictures they're videos there's there's anything creepy anything creepy yes anything creepy yeah yeah of course my one thing that the interests me the most i know it's so disturbing but the actual slenderman stabbing is just a creepy story of its own it's not creepy pasta it's real life but it's it's still really creepy because the children there well a few children were hanging out and then two of them decide to stab 
another one a bunch of times because they wanted to kill her, pretty much. They wanted to kill their friend to sacrifice her to Slenderman because they believed, they believed, they really, really believed he was going to kill them. I don't know why they thought he was going to kill them, but they thought he was going to kill them. And they thought if they killed her, they'd be spared and he let them live, them and their family live in his mansion. I don't know if he has a mansion or not, but that's what they thought. But what's so disturbing is that they really believed he was going to get them if they didn't kill someone. And so they tried to kill someone. And where'd they get this information? I don't know. I think one of them made it up and the other one just went along with it. And I feel like that's so... That's the creepiest story ever. Like, that's... It's it's creepy if they really, truly, 100% believed that this thing that... What happened to the kids afterwards? They were proven... Um, I don't want to say crazy. Clinically um, insane? Yes. They were institutionalized? Yeah. Yeah, for a very long time. For I think for 40 years each or something crazy like that. For many years to come. Children for 40 years? I think so. Or by the their 40s, they'll be able to come out or something. You can't try a child like that. You can't? Nope. Oh. Then maybe I'm wrong about that. But I'm pretty... I think that's what it said. No, that's super legal. That's super legal? No matter how old they were? No, no, no. Not no matter how old you are. If you were like 16, 17... But I they're think not going there's... to jail or anything. They're just... What would be the difference? Oh, mm-hmm. they're getting help for forty years. <laughs> it might have been twenty years. I don't know. So they were in their twenties. No, they were kids. Yeah, but by the time they went to court, maybe they were older. They're that kids. No, they're kids. That doesn't. Well, whatever. It doesn't matter. Well, I think they though they have still a chance to um, get parole and whatever is that thing is called like if someone would just be kids, able to visit parole them parole doesn't exist they are just children it oh. is not prison it's not prison can we check real quick though go check is that serious yes <laughs> i want to know because it, what if because they are children and i just typed in stabbing oh it's important to me no they're just 12 i think they were 12 it says two 12 year old girls at 2014 oh. they were 12 but they were sentenced in 2017? For the actions or 18. when they were 12. 12. So how old were they then? 14, 15, 16. That's when they were uh, 18. If No, they were 16-ish. 16-ish. So do you think that's... Well, the problem is the crime was committed at 12. Yeah. So you're charging 12-year-olds. As adults? As adults. <sighs> that's crazy. So we're not even agreeing it was a mistake. That these kids are messed up and need uh, treatment. We're like, not only are they going to get the treatment, but they're prisoners too. For the actions of a 12-year-old, this adult will remain in prison. That is sad. That is sad. That's why this story is so sad. Because, like, you know, they were, they they weren't thinking straight. They No one... It's like, they, they're true murderers. Like Yeah, they're definitely not. I don't think so. I even think the girl who was, you know, the, that they tried to kill, she feels bad for them, too. Like, these girls, obviously... That girl's alive? Yeah, she's alive. Holy crap, I thought she was dead. No. There's symptoms like this, and they, she's she's fine. She, I mean, she's she was probably really close. She was lucky. 
she's pretty lucky because of how much and what they actually stabbed. I think she's pretty lucky. But she's alive. And but these girls, there was something happening. Clearly wrong. Yes. That they truly believe 100% these stories. Not people don't normally believe in ghost stories or anything. I don't know what that is. What would make anyone? But then I think of they're messed up and the system sucks. Yes. That's the problem. They're messed up and the system sucks. It does not consider mental illness. <laughs> it's just really sad. <laughs> but yeah, it's just it just makes me it's the scariest story cuz they were so young. They're so young, and they truly believed. It. They truly believed it. Like, how often do people really believe the ghost stories that they're? Then again, people do, but they don't do anything. This people extreme. believe that there's a genie in the sky that grants them wishes. Yes, and people did horrible things for those that when he wanted lives. Yep, they would give him lives, and then those people didn't get taken to jail. What? No. But we look at them now and are like, those people are evil, even yeah. though in their time period, it was perfectly fine. These girls are doing pretty much the same thing. Yeah. So it comes from somewhere. It's was fine once upon a time. <laughs> That's strange, isn't it? <laughs> but it's wrong. I don't know. So what do you think about all of this? It's all crazy. It's, uh, it's creepypastas are interesting as fuck, though. Yeah, I think people should read these things and maybe make their own. Yeah, they're very interesting, very fun. For writers, it's probably a really good place to go to yeah. kind of go explore your, your... If you like writing horror, you know, go exercise. Go read some, get inspired, write them, and if they work out, maybe turn it into a whole project. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, we still don't know what the fuck is up with those kids with the dark eyes. No, uh, I just think it's another creepy pasta. An Before creepy pastas were a thing, actually, I don't know when creepy pastas were a thing. Neither do I think that that's pre creepy pasta. Like it's the. It's part of creepypasta, but it was before its time. But if it was written now, it would be considered creepypasta. Yeah. If it's not already. Might might have. Eh. Do you, why do you think it's before Creepypasta? Because it was in the in 1996. And oh, I feel like yeah. Internet was not like big. Yeah. So. Okay, fair enough. But anyways, if you guys enjoy things of that nature, things of these types of stories that are crazy like this, we have a couple of episodes dedicated to horror things and spooky hauntings and creepy junk and mythical things, if you find that creepy in any way. <laughs> mythical things. Yes. So if you are interested in that kind of stuff, you can find clips and whatnots of those on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at JustConvoPod. You could find the podcast on the official website at GreatThoughts.info, on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or Stitcher. Yes, and remember to subscribe, rate, and review the show, and we'll read it at the beginning of the program the way we did at the beginning of this one, but mainly rate. You don't even have to review if you don't want to. Just leave us a rate. And let someone who might like it know about it. Yes, the power of word of mouth is phenomenal. So you should definitely tell somebody and convince them, hey, at least give it a try. This has been the Just Conversation Podcast. Take nothing personal, and thanks for listening. Bye! Bye.
nevertheless, the explosion that's destroying the rest of the world could be coming from that machine. Came from that machine. It is coming from them. Oh my gosh. They destroyed the entire world. Yep. But because it needs the energy to keep going. Yes. And then and it I, destroys and it recomposes everything only in that bubble of space. But it seemed, wasn't also that the machine is getting closer to destroying itself, though? Like, it's, every time they try, the more faster it blows up. It feels that way to them. But it's because it's distorting time to that degree. Oh, okay. So it might be quicker and quicker and they have less and less time. Eventually, it's happening... From one fraction of a second to another fraction of a second, but it's exploding and resetting in that same fraction of a second. Then it's going to break that fraction up in more fractions and more and more. Oh my gosh. So that they're not even doing anything. They're just like, fro- from Space their point of view, frozen hell. in... S- they don't even experience anything anymore. Yeah. It's happening so quick that they're just frozen in time forever. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Both those situations are pretty horrible. Yeah. I love them. The Just Conversation podcast is hosted by Christina Colazzo and Jack Thomas, produced by Lynn Taylor, and published by GreatThoughts.info, art by Nitrum, and logo by Seth McAllister, with social media managed by Amber Black. I'm Rob. I'm Slim. And I'm the Slambagini himself, baby! Yeah! The Rob and Slim Show is a weekly comedy show with an hour and a half of happy horseshit, followed by four half-hour interviews with actors, authors, and more. Scott Bale loves us. And I smear shit on my stomach in the bathtub! Fuck yeah! Catch us live every Wednesday, 6 to 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on ipmnation.com forward slash live2 or facebook.com forward slash Robin Slim. Or well, listen to the Robin Slim Show on Podbean or iTunes, baby! Yeah! I just shit my fucking pants!